I do have some news to share with you all. Dun, dun, dun. I am pregnant. <laughs> Welcome to Talking in Common, a podcast of all things lifestyle, family, relationships, well-being, kids and culture. This is not a how-to, but an insight into the lives of ourselves and others and how we all manage to get by. Hosted by myself, Kate Gadinsky, and my co-host, Sophie Panton. Take a listen and let's find out what we all have in common. Surprise! Surprise episode! Welcome back, everybody. We're here again. We're back, baby. (laughs) We couldn't help ourselves, could we? Well, to be fair, this was the only way I could lock you down to see you before Christmas. I know, I'm so busy. (laughs) You suddenly have all these like extracurricular activities for your girls down. I do. Monday swimming, Tuesday's dancing, (laughs) Wednesday this. Then Thursday the other one does swimming. Yes, yes, yes. So this is the only way to lock you down. But no, we were um, feeling the vibe. We've been talking about stuff. We wanted to talk to you guys about it. And it's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> and we both love Christmas. I like I could sing a bit better so we really could have harmonised oh, then. We should have practised oh. beforehand. Can you um, teach me how to harmonise? Not right now. Okay. Right. But I will. Maybe off the uh, recording. Off the <laughs> so we are back. We are doing a bonus episode for you guys today. Um, as you mentioned, a few things to discuss, a few things to share. Yeah. But we should start with what we have in common. I think we have to go with the buzz show of the moment, the new version of Sex in the City. And just like that. And just like that. Carrie's back on our screens. Do you know I am the biggest Sex in the City fan? Yeah. And I've watched every season over and over have you? and over again. Yeah, not recently, but yeah. at the time I just was always watching them. Yeah. I started to actually get Carrie's voice like narrating in my head at one point there. Yeah, because she does that on <laughs> the show. I felt like she was narrating my life. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Let's what talk are about your that. thoughts? Hit I me do with have them. so many thoughts. For any Sex and the City fans that haven't watched it yet, although I'm sure you have by now because it did drop a couple of weeks ago. So we're probably a little bit late to the party on this, but I feel like we can't not talk about it. We have to. It's a must. We'll try not to put too many spoilers in there for those that haven't watched it. And if you're not a Sex and the City fan and you haven't watched it and you're not interested, then you're not going to care anyway. have to spoil it because otherwise I can't give you any of my thoughts. Okay, spoil away. (laughs) Tune out now if you haven't watched it and you don't want to be spoiled. But it's been almost 20 years, right, since the previous... 20 years? Not yeah. since the last, like, movie. Or... No, since the TV series. Since since the it's... first episode. Yeah, since the... Okay. Since it, mm, not since the last not season. Not since the last season. No, no, no. Should probably since check that. Since it started. Okay. It's yeah. been, like, 15 or 20 years. Yeah, right. So there's a lot of, like, awkward catching up to do. Yeah. The women are now in their mid-50s, that, you know, all the obvious things like friendships change, their families have grown up, they've aged. Miranda totally rocks the grey hair, I think, by the way. Yeah, funny you mention that. There's been all this discussion on social media and different articles that I've read about people having expectations on the way that they should look oh. and their age. Yeah. I didn't really notice that. I wasn't offended by the fact that they're now in their 50s. I think they all look fucking fabulous. They do look great. Apart from there's been a lot of plastic surgery going on and Charlotte was very distracting. She was very plump, wasn't she? <laughs> she like was no so judgment. Plump. Like Yeah, no I, judgment. But like she was quite plump in the face. 
Um, Carrie. Carrie looks, looks absolutely amazing. amazing. Like she's yeah, she does pretty much look the same. She looks the same. I don't get it. I don't know how. Can I tell you what made me feel really old? Yeah, made fact, you feel old. Yes, the, mm. the fact that Brady is having sex. Oh my god, how <laughs> funny was the storyline with Brady smoking pipes and. Having sex. Oh, so funny. But I thought that that was like a very relatable part of the storyline. Like not that I have teenage kids yet but, you know, I felt like Miranda was navigating that whole thing quite well and it was probably pretty realistic, like let's be honest. But they did take it quite far. Yeah, yeah, they did, yeah. But, yeah, there was a lot of discussion about like the way that they looked and, I mean, obviously it's like, you know, a show about high fashion and beauty and all of those things. But, like, I didn't really – notice or have an opinion on the fact that they were now 50-year-olds. I didn't have an expectation. Of course, they're going to look older. I think the way that they transitioned, that was perfect. I think that's how it should be. I mean, there was definitely bits of the show where I'm like, oh, is this a bit like cheesy? Like, But at the same time, I cannot wait to watch the next episode. Was there parts, is this a bit cheesy? I was cringing yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. time. Yeah. So a lot's changed in the world like since the original series. Yeah. And it's like in the very first episode they were trying to undo all of its past issues and like the criticism it attracted back from the original series, series, like its reputation for being the whitest, most blinkered show on 90s television. And they just kind of like Friends was the same though when you think about it. Friends the same same era as well. A lot of the shows from from that that era were like that because there wasn't as much talk around diversity and yeah. political correctness and, and wokeness as there is now. And that's just the way the world was. But it's like they've catapulted themselves into the modern world in all of its appropriate glory. And it was fucking cringy. It was so cringy. They were like, like forcing it on us. Yeah. Yeah, I did feel a bit like that. I mean, Mackie was like, how are you watching this shit, babe? I was like, mm. you just listen. Sex and the City, I'm watching it, but I was cringing. But tell me you don't want to watch again. Well, yeah. Interestingly, by the second episode, the storylines and the forcefulness had softened a little bit and I want to know more about what's going to happen next. Okay, can we just get like cut to the chase? Because surely if you're listening to this, if you're a Sex and the City fan, like you've watched it or you've read about it, like big dies in the episode. First episode. That or was the like second episode. First so episode. So shocking to me. I almost couldn't. I was just like, what? So I was shocked. I was like shocked as well. I was, I think I froze when that happened. It was yeah. so unexpected. Were you confused in that I was scene? So confused. It was swapping between yeah. Charlotte's daughter's piano recital, which I actually thought was probably one of the best scenes of the show. I love how Miranda snuck the wine in anyway. I would totally <laughs> do that. Totally doing that at the next like <laughs> event like that I have to attend. But Okay, what tripped me out though was why didn't she call 911 when she yes. came home and he wasn't yeah, I know. dead yet? Why? I know. Like, you know. I was like, what's going on? That was confusing. But that was confusing. I also read this article about, is it, is it Peloton? Is that what you say? Is it oh, the machine yeah, the he was on? The Peloton. Yeah. So apparently the company's shares dropped or have dropped more than 16% since the show first aired. Since that scene? Yeah. No. And apparently they approved. The use of the machine in the episode, but they didn't know <gasps> that Big was going to die. die. So they just knew that the machine was being used. But interesting. So they've now kind of issued this humorous response after mm-hmm. it was Peloton in the show. Has. Yeah, Peloton saying 
it was Big's lifestyle and family history that was likely the cause of his death and that using one of its exercise bikes may have even helped delay his cardiac arrest. Oh, my God. Wow. That's kind of interesting that it's bringing a storyline. Yeah, but is it like this whole, is it a publicity like Oh, is it a publicity stunt? Oh, the, probably for the but brand. But anyway, brutal like that Big died. That's yeah. heartbreaking and yeah. That was I'm hard. Sad. And so shocking. So shocking. Like, but it is a huge part of it that made the whole show seem a lot more relatable and take it back to its roots a little bit because in the second episode when Carrie's obviously going through the very early stages of the shock and the grief, it really goes back to her original character and, you know, she's really strong. She's she's good at making light of a really deep situation, which is totally like on brand for her character. That's always what she would do. Yeah. And so that's what kind of drew me back in to it being yeah. a little bit more you want to know what happens real next. and relatable and I want to know what happens next. Like just back to the themes that we were talking about before, like they've written in all these themes like gender fluidity, sexual orientation, racial sensitivity into the character's storylines and they're literally making them spell out they're the too problems. obvious as well it's so obvious it's, it's it's just like kind of hard to watch and i suppose it's in the hope to kind of redeem themselves from the way that the show used to be criticized you can't really i suppose you can do that you suppose you can do that yeah i mean the show they can't change the past of the show, you know. No, but I think to, if they are going to redo it, they do have to kind of step up a bit. But in saying that, yes. they had they had was it seven seasons or was it more? There was two movies. There's now two major characters missing. Like sometimes you shouldn't continue on with these things. Maybe mm. it should like not kind of resurface. Well, that's what I mean. It was just so forceful. It was in your face. Also, all the um, nods to. The pandemic and yeah. co- like not even nods. Like there was so many references. It was yeah. just like, okay, can you stop? Like yeah. carry with the Reg- sparkly Reg- gloves and like, do we hug or do we elbow bump? Like these like yeah. little references constantly throughout it. I was like, do we still like? If we still go on about all sick that stuff, sick of talking about the pandemic, sick of talking hearing about, about it. it, and even that was almost forcefully put in forcefully yeah. put in our faces. That I was like, oh my god, um, it's enough. Back to the dance, the dance, the piano recital though. There's this meme going around. I don't know if you've seen it. Oh, yeah. And it says, I'm not saying that Lily has ruined Carrie's life twice, but she's <gasps> ruined Carrie's life. No, sorry. I'm not saying that Lily has ruined Carrie's life twice, but she's ruined Carrie's life. Oh, my God. The wedding. At the wedding yeah. when she put Carrie's mobile phone, phone in her, her little purse. And no Big was trying to shit. call to say, like, I just need to hear your voice. Like, I need to hear your voice, you know, before we do this. And then now, I mean, it's awful, of course. Like, you can't put blame no, on no. anyone. But on the child, On the Kate. child. But anyway, the meme will share it. Like, it's quite. Um, oh, my God. That's funny. I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah. I wonder if they deliberately did that again. All these, see, and the, then the subtleties. The subtleties what, of Miranda drinking too. Yeah. These subtleties that I didn't even pick up on because the rest of the themes were so loud and in yeah. your face and distracting. She's also a podcaster now. Oh, my God. <laughs> I couldn't stop thinking about you when I was watching and I was like, of course Carrie's gone into podcasting. That was going to be the natural evolution of her career, obviously. And she talks about like, oh, you know, her Instagram and oh, oh that weird. was all I know, that's weird. all a bit weird. Anyway, I think we've had like more than enough Sex in the City talk. I think we have. But I feel like we could like, go on, on about it. Oh, it's on tonight. Oh, it's on tonight. It is. Yes. It is. It is. It is. Anyway, I felt like 
it left me thinking that the show was being all like self-congratulatory in its own ways while I was feeling like awkward about like, yeah, all of these really forced woke moments and teachings and even though they're trying to fit into a different world to what the original series series was born in, maybe the original series was extremely narrow-minded but at least it knew itself, it knew the world that it's lived in and it was – it was confident in itself and its storylines and everybody loved it. Now it's just a bit try-hard-ish. Now it's just like try-hard, like definitely address all those themes but like be a bit subtle about it. Why jam it, pack it all into Especially the first episode? Especially like all those awkward moments with Miranda in the first episode. Oh, Miranda and the prof- the university professor. professor. Like that was just so in your face. Anyway. Important issues to address. Anyway, yeah, here we anyway, are. If you Still haven't watched it, it uh, we've kind of spoiled heaps of it, but like <laughs> check it out. Let us know what you think. If you have watched it, like hit us back with your thoughts because clearly we love talking about uh, this kind of stuff. And if you're not a Sex in the City fan, then we've totally lost Don't it Don't tune now. out yet because we're moving on. We're moving on. What so, else did you want to talk about? Well, another thing that's been happening in my world recently, we were talking about the other day, was Nina had her first dance concert oh yeah and um, it was very cute she's been doing tap and jazz like she loves it it was a song out of Aladdin it was it was like so cute got my stage mum on loved every bit of it but when we got all the information about the concert it said that she was required to have a full face of stage makeup Mm -hmm. obviously like her hair had to be in this you know very slicked back low barn like I was cool with that but when I read full face stage makeup I'm like hang on a minute like what do you mean like to what extent is a full face of makeup for a five-year-old full face is that what I wrote full Full face face full face of stage makeup and I had to like do all the makeup clearly that makeup course I did like 15 years ago gave me I learned no skills and at first I was like oh you know it just is what it is but I'm kind of like hang on is this like right like she had to Mm. have like a ready-toned lipstick foundation, mascara if you could get it on, winged eyeliner, which wow. I have was a total fail with that. But it's because I don't I don't own liquid eyeliner. So I was trying yeah. to do it with this crayon that just like smudged. And, yeah. But I found myself getting all frantic beforehand. She also had to have a, you know, like a rehearsal with a full face of makeup because not that I care about her makeup looking perfect. I mean, I don't really want her wearing makeup. I don't mind when it's for fun and she's playing with lip gloss, but I don't really want her wearing a full face of makeup. I get it. I get it for the concert and they're under the lights and whatever. But I was stressing that it didn't look, it wasn't going to look as good as everyone else's because I didn't want her to feel like I'd made her look like a clown or something silly. But when I did her makeup, she was like, oh, mummy, do I look perfect? And I was like, because I don't, I don't use that word like with my girls in relation to that kind of stuff at all and I was like well I was like you know I was like you look really great for your concept but I was like you know you look beautiful all the time without makeup you don't need makeup I'm like this is just for the stage and Mackie wasn't really into it at all either I don't know what are your thoughts well it's an interesting time that you're navigating I suppose and there's like a few things that come to mind one is like where is she picking up that word of wanting to look perfect Obviously, the obvious place is like amongst school friends, yeah. amongst friends. Should hear how these little girls talk. But the other thing that comes to mind is like online, and I don't know how much Nina watches things online, or but I know that young kids are all into YouTube. They're obviously into TV shows that are often have themes that are much older than than they are, and like these days, there's no avoiding what's going on 
online. She's and, not really and online, though. In social media. Fun. She watches TV and we watch shows. Like maybe I need to monitor a bit more. But that per- that thought of what, like, do I look perfect or, like, is this perfect? I mean, yeah. The, oh, so the thing, the interesting thing to me is that, well, it's it's a bit of a, it's like definitely a topic at the moment too because there's like a few celebrities that have children yeah. at young ages that are really getting into like skincare routines and fake nails. Like the long nail extensions. Yeah, with like, like nail full-on professional and- nails and stuff like that and there's been all this stuff. I don't actually capture it that much on Instagram. I'm obviously sure, not following man. the right <laughs> pop culture things but I listen to podcasts and I yeah. read articles and blogs and stuff like that and it comes up then and then I go and like do a little stalking yeah. and find out what the hell they're talking about. Like Penelope Dizzik gets her fake nails done and the internet melts down over it. Yeah. So these are the types of influences that young children are having and the only thing that I can say is that it is a different world now. I mean, like we're talking about in Sex in the City, it's a different world to how we grew up. I did dancing when I was Nina's age and I absolutely loved it. I lived for it. I lived for the concerts. I yeah. loved getting dressed up and doing my makeup. Like I grew up in the country and I had five brothers. Yeah. So that to me was like a sense of myself, yeah. you know, like I got to be really girly and feminine and I, and I really loved that part of, of my life. And my mum really enjoyed it too, you know, to have that connection over something really girly. And, yeah. And it was sort of like a really beautiful part and a, and a beautiful memory of my childhood. So for me, like my natural thought is. Well, it is normal in that world, in that dance world. It is exactly. normal. It's, I think it's I was just so shocked. point of views. When it's I not read weird. it though, like, whoa, okay. Yeah, of course. It's not weird. When you see them on the, when we saw her on the stage under the lights. And I mean, I've spent a lot of time on stage. So I know that you need. Well, I think I need that makeup, but I'm old. Yeah. I'm older. <laughs> I'm old. not old. But You're I don't know. Old. Anyway, it's, yeah, it was what it was and the concert was great and she had a ball and she loved it. So yeah, exactly. I hope like you she has beautiful memories to, to yeah. think back on. But I have bought her like play makeup before, which mm. I think I've told you about and the whole kind of ethos behind this brand is that it's just imaginative play for kids. So it's not so they put it on like – eyeshadow perfectly or blush it's more just to do whatever you want and Nina's had that for a little while and often she'll come out and she'll be like a cat yeah and I'm like okay great like that's you know, adorable and that's how it should be yeah, it should be fun but both my girls if they see me putting I don't wear much makeup but if they see me like getting ready to go out and putting a bit of makeup on they're both like "Ooh, what is yeah, that you yes know? it's like because mummy's doing it monkey they do. be like mummy they're gonna want to explore I mean, what you're how doing but they not want to be like me exactly okay. <laughs> exactly <laughs> Um, but I think like there's all this fear mongering and stuff online and in the world about young girls being influenced and yeah, I get it. Like the internet's a scary place. Sometimes there's no YouTube is stopping scary. them. YouTube's a really fucking scary place for young kids. And I suppose the difference, you know, for me too, is that I did grow up in the country. So it's very different living in the city as well when you're surrounded by a lot more of that sort of thing. But it's just all about balance. Like as a mother and as a parent of a daughter, like I think you just got to put things into perspective and be like, am I providing them with a balance? Like if they want to explore makeup and looking at themselves in the mirror and exploring their bodies and their appearance and that sort of thing, then fine. But, you know, are you also taking them outdoors to play in the mud? Are you also like Mackie's taking taking the girls skating Skating. and surfing and, you know, all these. And they garden all the time and they love getting dirty. You're always singing with them and encouraging them to do music. Like they have a balanced lifestyle. And if you look at it 
holistically, then I think all of that exploration and a bit of makeup and a bit of this and that's all okay. Yeah. And same with like back to the nails thing. Like I was saying to you, like sometimes I've taken, I've had one of the girls or both of them with me if I'm getting, you know, my nails done, my nails painted and the lady might be like, oh, do you girls want their nails painted? I'm like, yeah, it's, it's a bit of fun. Like, mm. you know, they usually chip within an hour anyway and it's off. And I'm mm. like, there's nothing wrong with that, mm. I don't think. Anyway, as you said, it's exploring, it's about the balance mm. and it's funny you mentioned that actually because I was listening to something recently where they were talking about how they felt that that's really inappropriate, like taking yeah. a young child to a – and that's like quite – I suppose people are quite opinionated on this sort of thing, taking a child to a nail salon and they were sort of saying like it's inappropriate to have like a grown woman or a grown man do your child's nails. But it made me think like how is it different to taking them to a cafe and having someone serve them a coffee or a restaurant yeah. and someone clear their plates at like – how is it different? Again, like if the language you use, if the narrative that you're creating yeah, and the balance that you're creating is all there, then it's all a bit of fun. Yeah, exactly. It's all a bit of experience in life, in my opinion. But there's so many people are so opinionated. I like, know, everyone. Look, and honestly, like in, in regards to the makeup and stuff, I don't really have an opinion on what anyone else like does, but we just wanted to discuss it. Mm. You know, everyone can do whatever they want. How do I feel about my daughter wearing a full face of makeup? Yeah, cool. For a dance concert, probably won't be giving her a full face of makeup for Christmas Day. If she asked me, I'd be like, no, you don't need that. But mm. again, like that's just my choice. But if she wants to wear a lip gloss, like go ahead. Go you know? ahead, yeah. Have some fun. Explore. She's five. They love that kind of stuff. Yeah. She's also obsessed with stationery. She's like obsessed with writing letters. So there you go, balance. And science. And, and so, oh, rocks and science. stones and, she, and stars she has, yeah, and astrology. Yeah. So speaking of Christmas Day, does she still believe in Santa? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, no question. I'm holding on to that as, for as long as I can because yeah. I, I love it and we get right into it in our house. Yeah. Like we've got – Oh, I know, babe. I know. <laughs> we've got all these traditions like Christmas Eve. We put out like special food for the rain, magic reindeer food. We leave yeah, carrots. Cute. We leave cookies and a beer out for Santa. <laughs> Those reindeers are so messy. Wow, um, Santa's moved on from a glass of milk. Oh, glass of milk? <laughs> Melbourne bitter stubby is all that Matthew will let him drink. Of course. Although then he has to give up one of his beers, but he's, he's okay with that. <laughs> he, Actually, he's he ends drinking up drinking it anyway. Oh, he, oh, hello. He ends up drinking. <laughs> Yeah, with your tiptoe around. Um, it's like, I'll just actually leave this in the fridge for Santa. So she 100% like she's never questioned Santa. Like she's okay. asked a few questions and stuff like how does he get around the world mm. in one night. And mm-hmm. But, no, she's she's all about it. We also do Elf on the Shelf, which, oh, yeah. which is quite funny because you almost need to set a reminder for yourself or we do like every night to be like move the elf because the elf moves around the house. Mm. And we had a bit of a – Elf fail the other day. Actually, ours is Elfie. It's a girl. It's pink. <laughs> I would <expect laughs> nothing read. less from you. Um, so on our stairs, obviously the balustrate. I was like rushed, yep. thinking, what am I going to do tonight? And so I saw one of their Barbies on the floor. And so I like put Elfie like on the balustrate and Elfie's hands are kind of like joined together. So I put the hands around Barbie's neck like as in they were like going down the balustrate. No, like going down the balustrate, like having fun, like going down a slide. Anyway, it was quite dark when I did it. I woke up the next morning to Nina and Lulu. Nina was laughing and Lulu was screaming. She was like not traumatised by it but she was like, my Barbie. Yeah, she thought she was like, get it off the elf. And, oh, my God, if I look at the picture, I took a picture, I was like, mm, it actually kind of looks like the elf is. Um, and not only does it look like the elf's a- strangling the Barbie, <laughs> it looks like 
just like leaning towards being sexual, which is <laughs> anyway. It to the next but you level. can't touch the elf, so it had to stay there all day. Lulu was not impressed. Anyway, I will, we can share that picture. What is the story with Elf on the Shelf? Look, everyone looks at it differently. Like it's a, we just do it as a bit of fun like because the girls think it's funny. Like the other day Elf was in the fridge like with my soy milk or like <laughs> the soy milk. But what is this it? This morning. Um, like well, I'm not up to these Well, so some people yet. say that like the Elf is like watching. So Elf arrives on December 1. Yeah. And Elf reports back to Santa. So he was oh, watching if you're okay. being naughty or nice. Oh, okay. But some people are like, no, that's a really – Horrible, like creepy concept that the like elf it's is watching. watching. You. But that's what that's what we've always said, yeah. isn't it? That's what I thought. Um, that but the it, you know, watching. it's just a bit of fun. Like they, yeah, it's exciting. Bar the other day, and actually bar today, Lulu and Nina both think it's hysterical because we do all sorts of like funny things. We hang the elf from the roof, and yeah, um, it was in a gingerbread house the other day. Yeah, they were like, that elf's eating all our gingerbread house. I was like, mm, was could have been daddy, but anyway. <laughs> um, so it is a bit of fun. That's a great thing about anything make-believe. You can always use it as, as an excuse to blame things on, can't you? Or as a, um, what's the word, like bartering. I have said like the elf is watching, like the elf will tell Santa and I think the other day Nina was like, how? And I was like. Through its eyes. Yeah, it, it's because it's magic. <laughs> it's magic. Yeah, exactly. It's magic. Um, so I highly recommend Elf on the Shelf. So if you should get onto it when Honey's old enough. It's Sounds a like cute a lot little of concept. Sounds like a lot of work. You could have it hanging from there. Sorry, I'm looking up at Soph's pendant. You could have it hanging from your plants <laughs> over there. <laughs> we both love a bit of Christmas tradition, don't yes. we? And we did do our annual jam making recently. I don't know if you guys have been following us or listening to us for, well, it's actually been a year since we've been doing this podcast. Recently celebrated our first birthday. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to you, babe. And I think we shared a little bit about our jam making last year, but to bring you up to speed, we've been doing that for how long? Oh, 15 I years, I reckon. We used to do it at your like, family home. Yep. Like back in the day, that's where we started. And yep. we'd try and do like five or six different baked oh goods. Oh, my God, we'd do like chaos. biscuits, rumbles. Yeah. Like. Your mum would be like, oh, my kitchen, and all this mess <laughs> in my kitchen. What are you girls doing? It would be like 10 p.m. and we'd be still, you know, wrapping up shortbreads. Oh, my God, but it's so fun. It's so fun. We We've, just do one thing now. We just do one and we thing. Still, we still kind of not struggle every year to get that done within the time frame, but we kind of do. And we always – it's the most simple thing to make. We yeah. always forget. Have you written that recipe down this year, actually? That's your it job. Worked. <laughs> it's strawberry jab, by the way, guys. It's strawberry we jab. We overcomplicate it. We have an argument every year on whether or not we can have pectin in it. Yeah. Every year Soph says, I don't want to put pectin in it. Yeah. It never sets. It's always runny. So what did we put in this year? Did we put pectin? We yes. put jam, jam sugar, sugar, which, which has, has got pectin. pectin. And yeah. what happened to the jam? It worked. It set. Of course, though. Of course. <laughs> but Kate's right. We do argue about it every year. I'm like, I don't want to use processed sugar. I want to use brown sugar. I don't want to use as much sugar. Look, we also <laughs> put lemon in it and that's like detoxifying. So like, you know, balance. Balance, <laughs> balance, balance, yeah. But we um, have done our jam. We have done, done our it. jam. Ready to go. If anyone wants some, hit us up. Hit us up. Yeah, we've got a few lying around, to be honest. I don't think anyone More ever wants them. More jam than friends. Yeah. I do have a special Christmas. Yes. <laughs> I do have a special Christmas present the to myself. best part of Christmas this year. <laughs> I do have some news to share with you all. Dun, dun, dun. I am pregnant. <laughs> I'm pregnant. Yay. So excited. Oh, it is the best news. I am yeah. so happy for you and for Aiden and thanks. for little honey. Yeah. Thanks, Jimmy, darling. Big sister. 
I know. I can't imagine her as a big sister. She's just like set in her ways as an only child now. Everything's going to. Her life will be turned a little bit All of our lives will be turned upside down. But, yeah, this was another reason why we just wanted to do another little bonus episode because I wanted to share this news with you all. Like it's such a huge part of our discussions through this podcast. So yeah. it was kind of like, I can't wait till next year to share this with all our friends. I need to tell everyone. It's only early days. Like I'm only just at the three-month mark. But it's and it's been a long time coming. Like yeah. it's been a bit of a it's been a little bit of a process to get pregnant. Well, in saying that, not a process, but it's been a long time coming. So honestly, like I was relieved yeah. to find out. But that was my f- initial feeling. You were trying for like quite a while. Well, Depends what you call a while, but you were trying yeah. for quite like quite a while. Yeah, so. I think it was like about the tenth month, which I know in some people's experiences is not a while at all. And I know if people go through absolute roller coasters to conceive and have children. Yeah. yeah, I suppose it's not that long when you think about it. But it would have felt like a long time for you. Well, that's a thing. It did feel, and I mean, I was probably even ready a couple of months prior to when we started trying. It's just that I haven't. I hadn't had my period back yet. I've spoken on the podcast before about not getting my period back until honey was 12 months. Yeah, so it was, you know, so it was a good year of having it on my mind and thinking about it, which which is a good, which is a long time. And considering like, as we said before, we've been doing this podcast for a year and yeah. we speak so, so much, much all about like pregnancy, childbirth, mm, fertility. Like fertility, all that stuff, you know, all while you were really wanting to know, fall pregnant again, which will be really, I think, interesting this time around for you as well because, I mean, I know I've learnt so many different things from Mm. all the different people we've spoken to and the chats we've had about like pregnancy and childbirth and fertility. Mm. So you're probably going into into your second, you know, pregnancy with a whole new kind of wealth of Mm. knowledge, experience. Yeah, I am going into it with a different outlook, that's for sure. I have learned a lot, exactly. I've learned a lot. Not and saying I have... we're experts. I just mean we've learned a no, lot. No, yeah. far from <laughs> experts. <laughs> um, you should get a medical degree, I think. <laughs> I'm kidding. But, yeah, I do have a different outlook probably than the first time around. But, you know, a lot of the experiences have been the same as well, yeah. I suppose, so far. The way that I found out was all like, you know, a bit of a – interesting challenging sign of the times as well because I of course was doing a lot of research and probably you know to be fair a lot of worry about pregnancy and the vaccine Mm. at the time and I really wanted to avoid having to have the vaccine whilst being pregnant if I could and I wasn't pregnant at the time that they came out so I was sort of relieved about that but then I was worried about it you know affecting my fertility process yeah. I was like god well, they don't know yet they, do they they don't know there's just not enough studies to prove much yet I mean there is a lot of studies that you can that you can read but I don't think there's a lot of there hasn't been a big enough time frame yeah. to show outcomes yet so interestingly I was an absolute cranky cranky exhausted tired bitch Couldn't one tell. week I'm kidding and <laughs> I could um tell. Aiden took Honey away for the night down to the beach for the night and he was like, I'm just going to let you have a night to yourself. Like, you know, do whatever you want. Have a, have a night to yourself. I'm going to take Honey. And I was like, okay, fine, great. And it was on a Saturday night and I was meant to be having my vaccination on the Monday 
And I was really disappointed and, and feeling really down and flat and sad because I had all this cramping and I knew my period was due and I thought I was getting my period. So I was feeling really flat about that. And then whilst Aiden was away for the night with Honey, I thought I'm going to do a pregnancy test because I'm now maybe like a day or two overdue from getting my period and I don't want to go and have the vaccination without knowing. I could rather know if I was pregnant or not and then I can make a choice about the vaccination. So I went and did a test and peed on the stick, left it there for a minute, came up with one line. So I was like, oh. You know, it's negative, whatever. Walked away. You probably literally waited like a minute and were like, oh, negative. Yeah. Well, it was kind of slow to come up and just came up with one line. It was just one, yeah, just the one line. So I sort of walked away and I was like, don't even want to invest in those feelings. Like, whatever, it is what it is, what it is, moving on. And then I came back to the, like, I sort of forgot about it for a while and I came back to the bathroom (laughs) and there it was, like, shining me, like, struck me in the eyes, like, these two strong lines. And I was just like, what? And then so I did another test and then I did another test again <laughs> and then I did another test again just to be sure and, yeah, sure enough they were all positive. And then I really wanted to tell Aiden in person so I waited again till he got home to tell him. Oh. And you probably rang him like not obviously telling him and he's probably like, God, your mood's changed. Like is it because yes. we've, we've gone away and you're getting time to yourself? You're probably like, hi, babe. Like so what time are you coming home? Yeah. I was like, come home early in the morning. Yeah. I miss you. I miss you. Come home as soon as you can. But, yeah, I called him like because I was on my own that night, I went for like an evening walk at sunset. I had dinner at like 9 o'clock in front of a movie. Like I was living my best life. And, yeah, being like, you know, I miss you. When are you coming home? Come home early. And he was probably thinking exactly that, like, wow, okay, this one night away has done wonders, should do it more often. But, yeah, sure enough, that was why my mood had changed. So it's amazing how much your emotions, like it's such an emotional weight on on dads as well and, you know, on the partners as well, but on the person trying to fall pregnant, Mm. it's just such an emotional roller coaster. Like I literally went from being so sad and devastated thinking that I was having period cramps, getting my period, to just being absolutely elated with joy and just so relieved and happy when I got that positive test. So the best. Yeah, the best. So there'll be a little bubba. Yes. June 2022. (gasps) Honey 2.0 incoming. (laughs) The best. Oh, my God. That certainly is such a nice way for you guys to finish off the year. Yeah. We're very excited about that and I will be sure to share my whole experience with you guys all along the way and, yeah, I'm looking forward to diving back into all those pregnancy stage things and prenatal and postnatal and, you know, all those different phases that are so life-changing and childbirth and... I know, I keep telling Soph we're going to live stream her birth. (laughs) You'll be there with your, like, presenter hat on, like, like, here here we we are. are. (laughs) Oh, do you know what? I can deliver your baby and marry you on the same day if you'd like. Oh, okay, so you're going to become a midwife now, are you, or an obstetrician? A doula. A doula. (laughs) Doulas don't deliver babies. I know. Anyway. Anyway, that's my news. Yep. Best news ever, ever, ever. Yeah. So watch this space. So we are officially now done for the year. Look, we might surprise you with another bonus set, but I highly doubt it. No, we're taking Um, some time off. We are taking some time off. We are going to enjoy the next few weeks with family and friends. Yep. 
We hope you guys do too. We hope you all have a beautiful holiday season. And everyone, yeah, Merry Holidays, let's yeah, call it. Yeah, Merry Holidays. Merry Holidays. Not everybody celebrates Christmas but it is definitely a fun time of the year. So be safe, good luck. We're going to miss you guys but we will be back soon. We are certainly going to miss you. I'm going to miss you, Soph. I'm not going to see you for a few weeks. I know. And we're finally recording together, by the way. Just had to put that in. Yeah, back in the same room. Yay. All right, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. I'm copying you. (laughs) Happy New Year. (laughs) Woohoo. Bye. Bye. That's it for today. Make sure you head to incommonprojects.com.au for the show notes. Hit subscribe on your podcast app and follow us on Instagram at Talking In Common. Or you can check out our Facebook page, which is also Talking In Common. Have a lovely day and as always, thanks for listening.